Living Corporate is brought to you by Textio. Today's top talent is everywhere, representing everyone. And our work environment should reflect the level of inclusion to meet that standard. Textio achieves this in building more equitable company cultures through the language we use in our job postings. That culture is formed one hire at a time, making the words we use to reach more diverse candidates all the more important. Our advanced language insights and employer brand content is what drives our mission of inclusion. Through our industry-leading application of artificial intelligence and machine learning, we're able to widen companies' reach in finding and building upon the very diverse talent that empowers a culture of belonging. Every door should be open to every qualified job seeker. Again, that's Textio. Okay, so I am going to do a part two of episode eight. I was really trying to think about, you know, after I went through and re-listened to it and and, um, thought about it and put my notes together, I'm like, yeah, there are some other things I want to say, but I do want to always make sure that when you listen to When White People Have Had Enough, that you are always at the end of one episode No, okay, boom, you could listen to that one in a box by itself and then rock and roll. So episode eight, part two. Hi, my name is Vonda Page. I am the Radical Results Mentor for leaders looking to level up to legend. And what that means is that I advise and guide leaders of all backgrounds, of all types of endeavors, basically globally, uh, in how to grow and thrive through change, which we know is constant. You see, I am a change leadership expert with more than close to 40, but more than 30 years of experience where I have helped leaders um, all the way up to CEOs and, you know, uh, different uh, president of a board of directors even, Uh, support them through uh, business optimization, digital transformation, or other workplace uh, transformations. And so that is what my expertise is in. And now, uh, since 2020, I've had my own company, um, Radical Change LLC. LLC stands for Leaders Learn Change, which is my um, blueprint, basically my methodology on which um, I've built uh, my work over the last, um, two decades or so. And that's basically what I use to run my mentorships. That is basically my philosophy and how I help, uh, people learn, uh, the concepts, right. That are going to take them forward in terms of their individual, uh, leadership journey, their journey from leader to legend, if that's where they want to go. Now, one thing I am going to say is that I am not for everybody. I am not for people who are looking to have their feelings appeased or who are looking for validation if they have done some horrible, messed up, funky, wrong, or janky stuff. Especially, um, I do not play when it comes to any isms um, at all. Um, but first and foremost, I do not play when it comes to anti-blackness. I do not play when it comes to abuse of any kind, especially not the abuse of children, uh, and especially not the abuse of people who do not have the abilities to fend for themselves, which basically is no one other than like only people who can fend for themselves are basically, you know, maybe about, 
uh, a million people in our whole world, right, that have enough resources uh, to be able to defend themselves from wrongdoing uh, in an adequate way to, to meet any sort of justice. So I say all of that to say that I focus on helping leaders really understand um, how to grow and thrive through change of all types, but also how to do it in a way that's going to be meaningful, a way that's going to be measurable, a way that is going to help them master the momentum necessary to make significant strides to secure the success that they deserve. So that's a little bit about me. In case you can't tell by the way I talk, I am from Philly. That means I'm from Philadelphia, Pennsylvania, y'all. Um, I'm a Philly John. <laughs> That's what you hear people say, Philly John. Um, uh, and, you know, it's our kind of way of talking. It's our attitude. It is, hey, yo, um, my name is uh, Bess, and I don't take no mess. Straight up. Uh, I could be Tess, but I still don't take no mess, right? My name is Millay, and I'm from Philly. Right. I don't take no mess. And it's just basically like an attitude like, yeah, I just grew up in an era and with the surroundings that basically it is what it is. Take me as I am. Right. Or nothing at all. I'm not going to come at you with no BS and nonsense. Um, and at this point in my life, I'm like Fantasia Barino all the way. You know, I'm doing me. And, and it's really important for me to help leaders uh, learn change. And this podcast, very specifically, as you know, is on the Living Corporate Network. As I hope you know, Living Corporate is all about the amplification um, and edification of uh, black and brown professionals, right? Their experiences, our experiences at work and with work in general. Um, and so it is an amazing network to be a part of. I'm almost at my two-year, my one-year anniversary. I already call it two years. Uh, I've been listening to it for three <clears throat> intimately for two. So maybe technically it's two, but, but my one year anniversary for my first podcast episode, which I did on August 14th of 2021. So I'm super excited to re-up that and talk about that um, with everyone, but just excited to continue. And so this show, uh, as I said, this is part two of episode eight of When White People Have Had Enough. And in part one, you know, I really got into Alanis Marset, right? And talking about, you know, learning, right? And and like what learning is like. And, and knowing and understanding, right? That I do know and I do understand. And those of you who have listened to me uh, for any significant amount of time, period, for those of you who have listened to me for any significant amount of time, know that I am a um, what you see is what you get person and I am not a BSer. I am just straight up no chaser because I have learned from the best. One thing I found out recently through conducting several LinkedIn polls, LinkedIn polls are super helpful. Thank you to everyone who has participated. I've had hundreds of responses to my polls over the past two weeks. And one thing I have learned for sure is that it is a blessing and a gift to have had black teachers. And I have had so many amazing black teachers. So when I think about from whom I've learned, my black teachers are right there. And I got to give a shout out to my first, I'll call academic formal 
black first first teacher, black uh teacher. Her name was Mrs. Harris. She was my first grade teacher and Mrs. Harris was amazing. I remember the most important thing about her teaching me that people will assign a value to characteristics that may or not be true. And so it's important that you always keep people straight on your personal characteristics. Mrs. Harris made sure that I learned that it was important that people understood who I was, but that also the only way that could under could happen is for me to understand who I am and for me to always have known who I am, but to know now that so much of that was honed through all of these amazing teachers that I had because so many of my teachers were black women. And for those of you who don't know, I think black women are amazing. I am in awe of black women. I'm in love with black women. Um, I think black women are just dope, dope, dope. We have uh, made the world a better place. We have, as black women, we have shown up for the world when the world never shows up for us. I'm going to say that again. The reason I love black women is because we have shown up for the world when the world doesn't show up for us period. And it's the truth. And it's over centuries, you know, and I think about all of the pride that I learned to have, not only just in black people, but in black women, because of my experiences and the things I've learned about black women, and how I've seen black women show up, right? Not only show up for me, but show up for themselves. And those who I expected to show up, people in my life, elders in my life, like my own mother, you know, like my own uh, aunts in my life, right? And people that didn't show up for me, but then damn, the people who did, elders of the church, elders in my community, you know, teachers in my life who knew I didn't have a good home life. And now going back and thinking about all that extra care that they gave me, the extra homework, you know, the extra time they let me stay at school because they know I didn't want to go home. They didn't know exactly why, but they knew it was bad there. And so when I think about, you know, the gift of learning from black women and the gift of learning from teachers, the gift of learning, y'all, is something that you want to take on. And if you have the opportunity to learn from a black woman, and it doesn't have to be me, but I'm just telling you, it's some amazing black women out here. Um, I am going to do a whole episode and I'm going to plan it out and I'm going to put all these women's names and their handles on my notes for my podcast and I'm going to be ready to give you a real clear list. But it is so many dope black women out here. Um, it's some dope black brothers out here too. Uh, two very specific that I will call out if you just want black history education consciously and Ernest Krim the third. Them two. Listen, they got all the black history, but it's but but it's plenty of women, you know, such as Madison Butler and, you know, Aisha Taylor and Nika White, Dr. Nika. And like there's tons of people, but I'm going to do a whole episode about that. But I'm saying all that to say for white people, when you have had enough, you are really going to learn and you're going to follow black women and you're going to follow black people who have been doing the work, black people who are going to hold you accountable for the learning. And so the way you hold the person accountable in learning is over time, right? And you have to use techniques and tools to make that happen. You just can't do that with some flowery little 
30 minute thing every once a week or every month or every this and that you have to put effort into it and you have to be held accountable for producing results for keeping your word and for making progress not for doing the same thing every time imagine going to the gym and you go to the gym three times a week and you go to the gym three times a week for three years and when you first started going to the gym back in 2019 you were lifting five pound dumbbells but now in 2022, three years later, you're only lifting seven pound dumbbells, even if they make them 10 pound dumbbells. You've been really going to the gym every week for three times a week and you haven't gotten any stronger and any better. You're not trying. You're not putting the work in. So you have to have a person that's holding you accountable. So every week, even if that person don't see you, how are you being held accountable for lifting heavier weights? for taking a pill that's a little more jagged, for learning, for crying, for working, for losing, for trying, right? So you got to be able to metabolize that. And you got to be like, you know what? I know I have to learn. And it's okay to learn and to fail and to try again. But it's not okay to never learn to stay at the same damn spots doing the same bullshit over and over and over. So when you will have enough, you will definitely say, I'm going to dig in and learn. So, hey, I came on for part two more even specifically because I wanted to talk about what learning feels like. I wanted to talk about what learning looks like, especially when you have had enough and you say, yeah, it's time for me to do something. It's time for me to do a little something, something. It's time for me to learn something, right? When you have done that, you are going to... First and foremost, right, we know you're going to do it personally. You're going to have to dispose of some things that are part of what you're interacting with and what you're doing on a daily basis in order to observe that new learning. It's like you're going to have to get rid of something to take in something, right? So what are you going to be willing to get rid of? That's a question. What are you personally, individually, what are you willing to get rid of? What are you going to learn about yourself so that you can measure that up and say, hmm, I'm going to tell you for me, I had to learn to get rid of a lot of people that I want in my life that are not good for me. I had to learn to get rid of people in my life that I want in my life that are not good for me. And the reason they're not good for me is because of different reasons, but they pull me off track. They pull me off target and they don't care enough about themselves to treat themselves better than they do. So then I can't really mess with them because they don't value themselves. So if they don't value themselves, they're not going to value me. So when you examine yourself and you start to learn about who you are, right? And it's going to hurt to figure out there's certain people you can't really have in your life that be that close. There's some people that I really like and really care about and I would want them in my life. But they talk bad about themselves and they're too self-deprecating and it's not even funny. It's very insulting. And so I'm like, damn, that's what you say about yourself. What do you say about me? What do you say about me to somebody that's jealous of me? And if you don't like yourself such that little. You don't like yourself such that little that you talk bad about yourself, then that means I don't trust you to really like me or be sincere in your relationship with me. And then even when I said you shouldn't say that about yourself because it really is not good because I don't see that in you. And while really, you know, blah, 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 
you know, I wanted to tell the person you need to get some therapy and they have health insurance, but it just made me say I had to just abandon that relationship. And it's a lot of relationships like that. And a lot of people like that, that I had to say, you know, I had to learn and it was, these pills was super jagged. I mean, I had to get rid of my whole team of people that was working for me. And now I'm down to just two consultants and it's fine. And you know what? Everything don't have to work at lightning speed. Everything don't have to be crazy, right? But I have two people that I trust immensely. Literally, both of these people would definitely put their bodies in front of me. If something came down, there was some cops around, it was something. These people would lay down their body in front of me and they would say, oh, hell no. So guess what? These are the people that I need in my life and in my circle, right? And these are the people that keep me sane and that I could talk out shit and they could say, well, you know what? Really, all you have to do is focus on this and that, right? And these people, not only, you know, am I paying them and they're consultants for me, but they also have achieved and they are mentoring me and I'm mentoring them and we're mentoring each other. And we these relationships are so reciprocal, Right. And those are the relationships that you want to have. But it's a jagged pill to get rid of relationships of people that you love and people that have been in your life for a while or people that have been in your life for years. Maybe your parents, maybe your siblings, maybe other blood relatives, maybe schoolmates, maybe neighbors, friends, preachers, pastors, teachers. I don't know, but it's a jagged pill. And sometimes, sometimes you really have to take the learning as it's presented in a way that is going to be meaningful to you. So sometimes you have to get rid of relationships that aren't working for you because everybody is not meant for you. Everybody is not good for you. And that's okay, right? Uh, I think about one of the things my mentor, uh, Dr. Avis said in the early beginnings, this might've even been in her master's class, which where I first met her, is she said she's not trying to attract everybody, right? And she wants... She don't want that uh, chase energy. She wants attract energy. I'm the same way. I don't want to, I'm not chasing anybody, not for money, not for time, not for friendship, not for, for relationships, not for anything. I'm not chasing anybody. People who I want to be around me, they see in me, they see the future, they see the vision, they see what they want and they can get it, right? And it's available in a myriad of ways, right? Um, but they just have to connect with me and then we can take it from there. But when it comes to standing up for what's right, I've been doing that. That's why, you know, I think I'm uh, in a lot of ways, you know, a lot of ways, not more what the society was deem as successful. But in my mind, in my child's eyes, I know for sure I'm successful because I ain't nobody's coon. I ain't nobody's Negro. I ain't nobody's person sitting on nobody's plantation with nobody bossing me around telling me what to do, how to think, or how to talk. And so I can give the advice, right, to people who have the power and all sorts of privilege to use. And so when you have had enough, you're going to learn about yourself and you're going to employ that privilege and you're going to employ that power. And I'm here to help you. I'm down. I'm down. And you can get that way the slow way, to, the slow way or the fast and easy way. You can get the shortcut, right? Um, but either way, I'm going to be here, y'all. I got another 52, 53 more years um, to hang out because I'm staying alive to 105. 
straight up. That's what it's, that's what it's going to be. I'm just letting you know. Um, and it's so cool that I've been able to up that number in my life uh, and, and see, right? So I know that I have, you know, 52 more years of living and, uh, and breathing. And so while I'm here, I'm doing everything I can to change the status quo so that everyone has access for real. And so what I want to encourage white people, especially when y'all have had enough, that you're going to learn and you're going to learn from black women, that you're going to learn from mentorship opportunities. You're going to learn from professional relationships. You're going to learn personally. You're going to learn privately. You're going to get that personal and, and um, learning to you're going to be able to apply all of what you're doing and you're going to be able to get professional input on it as well because it's all out here so follow me to learn more thanks so much for hanging out again this was part two of episode eight when white people have had enough my name is vonda page i'm the radical results mentor for leaders looking to level up to legend okay um because it is time to meet the moment and white people when you have had enough you are going to learn you're not only going to listen to alanis morissette but you are going to learn from the best I will see you next time. Bye. This episode of Living Corporate is brought to you by Blind. Blind is a trusted community of more than 5 million verified professionals from startups to some of the largest companies in the world like Amazon, Deloitte, Ernst & Young, Goldman Sachs, Google, J.P. Morgan, Meta, and more. Blind's mission of transparency seeks to break down professional barriers and silos at work so that you can make productive change and advance your career. It's a safe space to ask questions and get the real-time insights and perspectives from people who know what you've been through. On Blind, you can connect and have honest discussions about everything from compensation, company culture, performance reviews, promotions, and more. You can also join your exclusive private company channel to chat with your coworkers about company policies and what's really going on at work. And because it's anonymous, you can be honest and trust what you read on Blind. Download and install Blind from the App Store or visit TeamBlind.com to get access to the latest salary, company reviews, and interview experiences thousands of companies worldwide.